Experience true vulnerability, how to overcome trials. You will laugh, cry, and experience everything in between. Welcome to the King of Corona podcast. Brought to you by Tyler Griffith. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I was uh, just driving around. My kids just started school yesterday and we moved cities and so it's a new school. And I was thinking back to when I moved as a kid and like the amount of anxiety I have about them going back to school is crazy because of what I went through. Like I moved to the school and I had this asshole kid. He was uh, like just this little punk fucking dick. And he bullied me. Like, I was so nervous. I was very shy. I didn't really, like, talk a lot. But I showed up to school, and he just, like, he had this buddy. And he just targeted me and made fun of me. And I remember the first day of school, um, this was in, I want to say, maybe, like, fifth grade fourth fifth grade no maybe it was middle school i can't remember what grade it was but i remember the kid's name but uh yeah he bullied me and like made me feel horrible and i just remember being like very timid and very like i didn't really fit in i didn't know where i fit in i was like athletic but like i never got along with like the jocks very well because i i was more like emotional and i was just thinking about how much I've always connected more to women. Um, well, not recently. I've connected more to like men because I feel like at my age, men are able to emotionally connect. Whereas, like a kid, kids are all about like image and Nike and all the cool stuff you're supposed to wear. And it's just funny. Like I was thinking about myself, and I was always like really good friends with all the girls. And if you looked at me, like, you might think, like, huh, maybe Tyler's gay. <laughs> I've had people my whole life think I'm gay. Like, even right now, I have, like, a man bun. I just got my ears pierced. Like, if you didn't know any better, you would think, like, oh, it's Tyler's maybe trying to transition into a woman. <laughs> maybe he's going Bruce, Caitlyn Jenner on us. But I don't know what it is, but, like, we're all just kind of, like, who we are. And I always felt ashamed. Not a shame, but just strange with not being able to connect to guys. I would see these guys play baseball and football, and like I avoided sport. I avoided bait. I didn't play football, baseball, or basketball because for some reason those guys to me were like they weren't who I wanted to be. It was the guys that were trying too hard to be cool and like have this image I was the guy that wanted to wear like unique outfits and necklaces and like do my hair weird and like I always felt artsy but then I didn't want to join the artsy people either because I felt like that was weird and I didn't want to commit like I didn't want to commit social suicide I was talking to my daughter and I was like maybe you should just make friends with like some of these dorkier people and I could tell she was hesitant and not really open to it. And I told her about me meeting my best friend. We're still best friends. I met him in eighth grade. And I had my hair bleached. I had like a choker necklace on. 
and then I met my friend Tyler Albert, who we've been best friends now since eighth grade. But he was wearing this like bean, bean, B-E-A-N shirt. He had these like dorky braces. He had his hair parted down the middle. And like, he's just like, if you put us together, it was almost like Diary of a Wimpy Kid, like Rowley and Greg Hefley. <laughs> like, I felt like he thought I was a loser douche, like poser with my bleached hair, and I thought he was like a dork also, but for whatever reason, we hung out and we hit it off, and I was like, honestly, like, if I would have judged him, judged a book by its cover, I wouldn't have that friendship to this day. And also, like, I wish I could go back in time and just talk to myself when I was a kid and, like, give myself grace on who I was. Like, just be friends with girls. Go have playdates with girls. Like, just because I feel like there's this stigma attached to, like, men and women relationships. And it's always got to be this, like, sexual, like, you have a crush or this or that. And my little... 10 year old he's like a little ladies man but I feel like he's kind of similar to me where he doesn't really like the guys they talk just a bunch of shit and they say inappropriate things and he doesn't like that and he kind of hits it off with the girls and I just feel like there's more of like a tender heart and more of a like an emotional connection that you can make with girls versus guys and I think as a society we create sports and we create these things where you push people into something that doesn't fit and then you try to like you should watch that show with Bruce Jenner when he's Bruce Jenner and he transitions to Caitlyn and he's talking about how he used sports and he had to like prove to himself and his family and friends and everybody that he was the man so he became like the decathlon champion Olympic champion which is insane and the whole time he was like, I didn't feel like that was me. I felt like I was a woman and I would like get in my mom's closet and try her clothes on. And which is interesting to hear like from somebody that felt like they couldn't be who they were. And for me, it wasn't like I was never attracted to men. And then I was attracted to females, but I was attracted to their like their hearts. I was attracted to their kindness. I was attracted to the conversations. Like I would have better conversations. I felt like with the guys, I would have to be like swearing and saying things that sometimes like I didn't think were funny, but I kind of trained myself. Like middle school, I almost paid attention to like, okay, this is how you're cool. And I just did things that you kind of had to do sometimes to like make friends but um I started to drink like in high school I started to drink and I would drink a lot and I think a reason that I was like drinking so much is because I was like really scared to be who I was I was really scared because I honestly I loved men's choir I always wanted to do solos but I was way too scared to be like looked at. I didn't want people to see me as like the choir guy. And so I would do track and I was really good at track and field. And so 
I would just kind of stay in the jock category, even though my heart was more like music, art. Um, I was really good like at drawing. Um, just always had like a creative mind. But I think when I was going to high school back like 97 to, to 2001, it was a different world. Like you, it wasn't, I don't remember any gays in my high school. I don't remember anybody really like, I mean, maybe a few people that stepped outside of the norm and acted different and were themselves. And I was probably more so that than anybody else, but I never let myself like fully step into it because of judgment. And I think that's just, that's the kind of the world we live in. Like I've talked about this before. I did a podcast called schizophrenia and it's like, I was supposed to be church Tyler, Mormon Tyler, where I was supposed to be like passing the sacrament and everybody was supposed to look at me like I was Mormon and I I bought into those beliefs but then I get around my wild friends and like we would drink and party and like I was always the most extreme I was always like the drink the most jump off of the playground like land on my face like ride on top of cars with just holding on to the sides while people were going like 100 miles an hour riding on Taco Bell trays outside of the car until they burnt a hole in the bottom. Um, and I just flip-flop. I flip-flop like, okay, these this is what pe these people like. And I become that person. And I become this person. And I become this person. And I become this person. And it's like, now, at age 40, I'm finally like at a point where I'm like, who I am everywhere. I get to be who I am everywhere. And it's times, like I went to this rodeo this last weekend and I got this man bun and these earrings and sometimes like I still feel like really judged. I'll see like the group of like the jocks, like the guy that I was supposed to grow up to be because I could easily have been like clean cut, lifting the weights, like drinking the beer, wearing the Carhartt, doing like just being the guy that like is respected by society, keeping my lawn clean, doing all the things that like everybody seems to do. But like in my heart, I feel like I'm the guy that's like the crazy guy that likes to be different, that likes to have different clothing, different hair, different styles. And it's almost like more uncomfortable because I'm older because you're supposed to mature and I'm like going the opposite direction probably the most mature I ever acted was from age 19 to about 25 because I was trying so hard to be this Mormon version of myself and I just want to invite like everybody out there just like embrace who you are embrace who you are like there's no part of you like if you stepped into who you are and you lost your wife or you lost your husband or you lost a friend or you lost a parent and they just decided like we can't we can't do this because we don't accept you but you feel like you're the best version of who you are like me doing this podcast and saying fucking shit and dick and balls and all that stuff like I just enjoy speaking freely I don't like to like think really hard about what I'm saying. I like to just talk freely 
and the people I want around me, which is not a lot of people, I I want to be able to just speak freely and the people that accept me will accept me and the people that don't won't. And it's so much better. It's so much better. Like, I don't have to talk to these fucking fake-ass people no more. I can just do me and then the people that accept me, accept me. And I just can't even tell you guys how much more alive and how much more happy I feel these last three years that I've left the church, that I've left relationships that kind of felt controlling, that I left like jobs that kind of held me back. I'm still transitioning too. Like there's things that I need to like let go of and I'm right there with you with certain things and in my mind, I'm always trying to become the best version of myself. And you can't make things happen sometimes overnight. There are certain things you can, though. Like, you can easily start to wear that shirt you always wanted to wear. You can easily start to, like, um, go to concerts you've always wanted to go to. You can always start to write music. You can always start to, like... You can just right away start certain things but some stuff it's a slow roll if I, I have four kids I have a lot of bills and responsibilities so I can't just step away from my current job I can't do that even though I would like to I would love to do podcasting and music and just make this happen but unfortunately it doesn't really pay unless you get big and the only way to get big in music as far as I can tell is to travel a lot um, and play a lot. You have to play a lot. And I have a lot of responsibilities. So um, for me, it's always like thinking outside the box. How do I make this happen? I got to get like a song that's really big that just blows up. That's like basically my goal right now. Get a really good song, get it to blow up, and then kind of blow up on social media. And then from there, just kind of see what happens. But um, yeah, I just, I really think that is my biggest my purpose in life is I am not scared to do things that other people would never do. I'm not scared to look stupid. I'm not scared to like put myself out there in a vulnerable way. I'm not scared to play music. I'm not scared to say words. I'm not scared to comb my hair different. And everything I've done to this point in my life, I've been nervous to do it. I was terrified to get this tattoo on my arm. I was nervous to get my, I mean, the ears piercing, I didn't really care about, but like putting my hair up in a man bun. I used to make fun of people. And since I made fun of people, it makes me feel sometimes uncomfortable because I know the old me, the old judgmental me. And I was only judging to fit in. And so I would talk to people and I was almost jealous of the people that were doing the things that I wish I could have done. And so I would say things in like a judgy kind of way and be like, yeah, did you see that so-and-so? Like, do you see how stupid those earrings look? Like, why would he do that? Like, this guy's like having a midlife crisis. And I think people, they love to label things. They love to say things that are gonna try to make you feel stupid. Like midlife crisis is probably one of the best things that people could have. People are reinventing themselves. They're realizing they're midway through their life and they're not who they want to be. They wanna be something different. And the people that let themselves take a chance and reinvent themselves, to me, I admire those people a hell of a lot more than somebody that stays stuck in a life that's meaningless and isn't bringing joy and isn't bringing happiness. And so 
if I could do anything for you guys, I would just invite you to embrace like your inner weirdo. Allow yourselves to pursue and be who you know you are and stop living your lives for another person. If you catch yourself um, trying to disappear into drinking and drugs and that type of thing, there's a pretty good possibility that you're not in the life that you should be in because I mean, unless you're doing something where that's a huge part of life but I'm just talking like if you're like an alcoholic or if you're doing it to escape then what? why are you trying to escape if you're trying to escape because you're not happy you need to start to think about a way to reinvent yourself so I really do just uh, want people to be happy I want to share with you guys things that I'm doing that are making me happy and um, if you guys have things to ever share with me hit me up I love you guys.